0: The devotional podcast ministry of Bible Fellowship Church, Let's Talk, is designed to give you some spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. Today we'll look at John 3, verses 22 to 30, where we find an interesting account from the life of John the Baptist. Verses 22 through 30 say this, After this, Jesus and his disciples went into the Judean countryside, and he remained there with them and was baptizing. John also was baptizing at Anon near Selim, because water was plentiful there, and people were coming and being baptized, for John had not yet been put in prison. Now a discussion arose between some of John's disciples and a Jew over purification. And they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, he who was with you across the Jordan, to whom you bore witness, look, he is baptizing and all are going to him. John answered, Here we find the character of John the Baptist on full display. John had already discovered a priceless lesson that life didn't revolve around him. But not only that, John was genuinely joyful that this was true. If we can come to the point where we can genuinely, joyfully deflect all the glory for any accomplishment back to Jesus, we have found a most valuable treasure. John's reaction to the awkward question posed by his followers reveals that he had reached such a place. Our text tells us that John's disciples reported to him that Jesus was baptizing and attracting a growing number of followers. John's followers seemed to be threatened by what was happening and felt it necessary to make sure John was aware. How surprised they must have been when they heard his response because John didn't share their insecurity. Indeed, John welcomed what was happening and used the occasion to teach his followers some very important lessons that are just as applicable for us today. First, when John heard that the crowds were going to Jesus instead of him to be baptized, there was not a hint of disappointment. On the contrary, John took the opportunity to share this important lesson. No one receives anything unless God gives it. John personally knew this to be true for himself as well as his ministry, and the same is still true today. Beware the temptation to take personal credit that rightly belongs to Jesus. John knew the danger this presented and wanted his followers to understand this just as clearly. Remember, it's only God who can change the heart of an individual. We may have the privilege of being involved in what God's doing. But ultimately, nothing happens in the heart of someone except through God. Let's praise God when we see Him at work in a life and run from the idea that it somehow could not have happened without our help. Secondly, far from seeing Jesus as a competitor, John found complete joy in the fact that the crowds were responding to Jesus and His message. John accepted the role he'd been assigned, and in many respects, this was the moment he had been anticipating since before he was even born. In the Gospel of Luke, we learn that when John, still in his mother's womb, heard the voice of Jesus' mother, he leaped for joy. Finally, that joy was complete. Eugene Peterson, in the message, describes John's attitude here as a best man who is overjoyed to learn that the groom is finally married and the wedding is off to a good start. What a beautiful description. John could describe his joy as complete because it was just that, genuine joy for the one he had been sent to precede. John had learned an important lesson that's still true in the 21st century. True joy is when Jesus is exalted. John demonstrated the genuine joy that results when we learn to forget about ourselves for the sake of Jesus and His glory. Finally, John explained that this attitude of genuine joy when Jesus and His message are accepted is meant to be a lifestyle. John's work had been accomplished, and it was now time for Jesus' ministry to take center stage. John says in verse 30, He must increase, but I must decrease. John may have had his immediate situation in mind, but this statement really represents a metaphor for the Christian life. It's the attitude that says, my business today is to actively surrender more and more of my life to Jesus. Our Bibles teach us that we received and were sealed by the Holy Spirit at the moment of salvation. However, That is just the beginning of a lifelong process of surrendering to the Holy Spirit so that He has more and more of us every day. It may seem counterintuitive, but there really is joy in surrender. This looks like saying no to the old desires that used to control us, the old appetites, the old way of thinking that's always looking for personal recognition and putting ourselves and our own comforts ahead of everything else. How on earth do we do that? Well, the answer is right there in John 3. A person cannot receive even one thing unless it is given him from heaven. Ask the Lord to change you from the inside out, to give you the desire and the willingness to surrender to Jesus every day. And you just might be surprised to find that you will be able to agree that the secret to genuine joy is found in the increase of Jesus and the decrease of yourself. There really is joy, genuine joy, in surrendering to Jesus every day. Let's pray. Lord, thank you that you've not left us without instructions for how to live this new life in you. Help us, Lord, to follow the example of John and willingly decrease so that you may increase in each of us. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us today for Let's Talk. Remember, come what may, there really is joy in surrender.